let's put it this way. If you're not in a fitness and gym community and someone calls you a meathead, yeah, like they're insulting you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I feel like a meathead could call a meathead a meathead and they'd be like, oh, that was a compliment. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. someone else throws it your way and it's like, you want to roll? You, yeah, well, yeah. What did you call me? I got the mega maki over there. We can roll up, man. Yeah, that's, yes. Get yeah. your chopsticks out. Let's see who's going <laughs> to eat this now. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Master of Sport Podcast here with two-time world champion, co-author of the year, currently working towards the three-time Earl Kunkel. Yeah. Hi, Earl. That rough draft's done, dude. We're, like, editing and revising now. You know so that. by uh, next uh, by next Friday, you have to have... Is that really when it, it's that soon? Damn. I'm going on vacation this week, so... You vacation? Yeah, I'm going on a vacation. Yeah. Where are you going? Clearwater, Florida. Do you go to the Phillies the Phillies spring training? Camp? I do not. <laughs> do not. That's not why I'm going down. But yes, that, that does. That is happen. where it's at. I think. Yeah, it is. That's like all it I is. remember about Clearwater. No, I don't. I've never been there before. This is the first time heading on down. That's a lot, lots of volume in the 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 pitching world. Yeah, I would think in the so. Baseball world. Talk about overuse. Did I tell you that I talked with the uh, the uh, biomechanics? So biomechanics guy that works with which USA one the, the golfer or the weightlifting one, both he does, does both. Go- now he does baseball too. Yeah, he's the consultant for the Dodgers and the Astros. Oh, nice. So we were breaking down. I when, didn't share this. You, I know you have talked to him. I didn't know he did this as well. So he was. Showing, you would talk to me about how Haley moves incredibly w- well. Yeah. When yeah. they do the the breakdowns so and stuff like that. So it's the same guy, and he was showing me how vlad guerrero you know mike trout these guys like how they swing and then showing guys that pull versus push and what happens with their hips and like how they do a a counter movement as they prepare and uh where they try and look for slot stuff and and actually factoring in he said that they're now starting to get into like the franz bosch stuff so we started talking about all wait who is the dodgers baseball world is slowly getting into oh welcome to the party homies yeah so he we dude we talked for like an hour and he's like you should get into more strength training with baseball because there's a ton of space and there's a ton of space to grow in that so area. why don't you ask him hey can i have the dodgers phone number <laughs> like can you just uh, listen all i need is dodgers and the astros just give me their number astros are actually good too yeah, aren't I'll, they i'll give them a phone call like hey guys i have a youtube channel <laughs> yeah i do this but really i know what i'm talking about <laughs> no for real seriously you should like me yeah go ahead give yeah. them a good review too <laughs> like subscribe Ring that notification bell, YouTube. Comment down below with whatever you guys want us to talk about. Five star reviews on the podcast. Yeah, You're the best. On, on we love you in our channels. ear holes. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I learned something this week that I absolutely adore. It's called Q-tip, and it means quit taking it personal. Oh, I thought you were gonna say you're talking about that Q-tip song from like 2003. Oh, like the rapper Q-tip. Yeah. Like I'm always in your ear, Bong, cleaning them out. Song. Is that the Q- no, that's no, Cisco. Q-tip's from, yeah, Q-tip's Cisco from a, a tribe called Quest. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Good save there. Yeah. 
Cisco was the, was the yes. thong song. Yeah, way off from Q-tip. Yeah, you did a bad job there. <laughs> yeah, that was horrible. <laughs> That's all right. Why was I thinking about Cisco? What do you think Cisco's doing right now? I don't know. I watched Sound of Metal today talking about uh, bleach blonde hair. Like, even though I think Cisco's was like platinum blonde the way he did it. Yeah, it was more white whitish. So. Yeah, for sure. Um. Yeah, I so I have no idea. It personal. I like that one. That's a good one for me, actually. That's yeah, especially really... those reviews. You get. <laughs> I get so mad. Dane's like so... the king of. He goes on Discogs and gives a record like a one star, yeah. two star review. Uh, I want to go on right now on the Apple Ice on the Apple Store and just see and just. See <laughs> oh, you want to see a? Re- <laughs> Some of these reviews, I just dude. What... Of what? What are they reviewing? The... So they're reviewing Peak Strength. Our oh, app. the app. Go ahead and and some sign of up our for reviews it. are absolutely amazing and then you'll get some of them you can't they don't even leave like their name yeah that's because they want to remain anonymous no one cares like exactly what an athlete needs the perfect gym app best programming i've ever had next big thing great app personalized programming personal great even for moms stop looking cookie cutter workouts Dude, that one pisses me off so much. Your workouts are cookie cutter if you learn the template. Yeah, if you learn the template and spend time actually working through yeah. that cookie cutter. Well, I guess based off of the template though, they would be. Yeah, it's that's what it's just it, once you figure out like what cookie cutter is in parabolic periodization. Yeah. Like, oh. And then the hard part though is like getting the volume and intensity down right then too. Yeah, that's true. And then learning how to scale it up as athletes actually get from, better too from phase to phase i wonder how many coaches out there actually have athletes they train for more than three years dude not many uh, yeah it's like uh that's like one big thing a lot of coaches will actually bring up to me like dude you have people there for like a decade yeah it that's a whole other ballpark of like how do you one create that bond that sort of like commitment and then like ownership in that too and not drive someone away and then when it like levels off like how do you keep convincing them like more is to come yeah Yeah. because and they're just like well i need a new thing let me go try it it's like well it's even like just thinking about with kate like dude kate's been here since she was 13 now she's 23 and now like she's pregnant with a child and i'm like wow like i've seen this chick grow up like literally grow up and become a woman like like yeah now she's becoming a mom. Yeah. Now she's like, fuck you, Dane. You're making me do sets of 10 yeah. back squat. Now she can say whatever she <laughs> yeah. wants to you. And you can't, is, I have zero. You got to shut up. I can't say a single word back to her. You have to comprehend what she's saying. That's just what, like the comprehension phase that we're going to talk about today. 100%. Which is sort of that second part in parabolic periodization. Yep. Um, more volume, right? Yes. It's actually technically more volume than the exposure phase. Yes, 100%. Way it has more. to be because you're... All right, now tell us trained. about it. <laughs> <laughs> tell us about... Why are you cursing at me? You oh, just sorry. got eyes Can from Jason. Out? Boop. Can we bleep them out? Boop. <laughs> okay, so the the big the big thing with, with this is the way... This is how I look at it. When when you first get exposed to like to an issue or to a problem, you're going, all right, I have to work through you know all of these different sequences i've got to face what the problem is i've got to digest it and then i've got to come up with a solution when you get into the comprehension phase that comprehension phase is really where like that solution and the and the outcome that you're working towards begins so the exposure phase is like oh man you're getting hit with all this volume but 
your the volume doesn't ramp up because once you get to the solution phase, that comprehension point, that's when it's like, all right, to accomplish our goals, we've got to add more volume. We've got to get a little creative with the with the variations. And this is also where if you have a strength issue, all right, now we're going to add in, you know, if you are not that strong with your pulls, well, we're going to add in more pulls during this period to increase your pulls. Well, if your squats aren't that good, we're going to add in more squats. You know, if, if this Say hello is, to the drop set. Yeah, exactly. So and more and more drop sets. It's a, so I also like using even high volume waves here. So we might go like four, two, four, two, back and forth, or even, don't you love that seven five three seven five three squats, two? Yeah, yeah, during this period. So that's where it's like very specific rep schemes get sent to this period. I, I always thought that seven five three was kind of like yeah, whatever. And then I thought about it more. I was like, that's thirty reps. So like working sets, yeah, like it's that's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot. It adds up quick. And yeah. the thing is, is like that last triple is usually pretty heavy. Yeah. So I, I think like looking at looking at the she's <clears throat> sorry looking at the comprehension phase as it's setting you up for essentially the most important phase, which is the ascension phase that the comprehension phase is like all the work that you're doing is really going to culminate in the goal that you want to achieve. So like a lot of people, don't you mean the goal you want to realize the goal that you want to realize 100%. Yeah. Get your branding on. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. On brand. <laughs> Get your branding on brand, Dane. Uh, Get your branding on brand, Dane. Uh, Brant. I was gonna make a joke about my brother-in-law. Oh, uh, but anyway, uh, his name's Brant. If if you look at it, Brant, like, not Brent. Brant, yeah, Brant. A, Brant, Brant. <laughs> like what you're doing during the comprehension phase. A lot of people won't take it overly seriously, or they'll they'll sort of be doing these variations. Of like like actually, right now we've got. Uh, low hang snatch, low hang snatch, full snatch. Okay, that's what Anna's hitting. Then she's then we're pushing her front squats really, really heavy. And then when she's tired after she hits her front squats, she's going to do big time push presses. So the past couple of weeks, I've been like, dude, what are you doing? You're push pressing like 85 kilos. Like we've got to push that to closer to 100 plus. Like I want you to hit 65, 70 percent of a of a big big jerk. So. You know, I'm telling her, like, we need to get you up to, like, 105 to 110 in the snatch, 125 to 135 in the clean and jerk. Like, that's where you got to you gotta get there as a senior now. And she actually, like, it, it creates some urgency where, it's, you know, today she goes and she breaks the gym record in the push press. But the big thing What's is, that number? It was 96. And I think she was probably good for 99 today. Uh-huh. Um, she got herself a solid 97, though. Yeah. Well, so if she was so based off like what we have in the book in parabolic periodization, if we took ninety six times, or do your math on your calculator for everyone who doesn't watch the video. Yeah, so that would be that would put her around like a one forty five jerk, and in my mind, like I've she has jerked one thirty seven. Okay, in my mind, she's one hundred percent good right now for a one forty three. Probably a little higher if she increases her front squat. And that's what's going to set her up for when we lead into that monster peak is that she should be cleaning 130 and she's not going to have, I won't, you know, we won't have any doubt around her jerk. So if I'm hearing this, she's not cleaning on this day, right? Right. The front squat's there. So it's a way to overload it, if yep. you will, right? You can go extra heavy yep. for more reps. Yep. Just because there's no pull now. There's no yeah. catch. There's none of that. It's not as dynamic of a movement. Yeah. And then with the jerk part of it, 
it's technically less because it's a push press. The intensity is not as high. Yes. But you're able to get more volume and tonnage through the reps and the movement. Because of that. And that's and even good technical work because it's such a precise movement. If you're out of the slot at all, if you you know, you see people sort of slide backwards on their on their push presses and they miss them forward, that's just showing you what happens in their jerk. So the it's it's more technical and you can get more technique work done because of that, because the load is lower. Got it. So it's like trying to look at it as what are the technical errors errors that we need to fix which is why i like the low hangs and then what are the you know and the push presses and then what are the strength areas that we have to fix and with with anna it's pushing the hell out of her front squats at this point and like this is also what we would do with a football player or a soccer player or a wrestler it's like hey you guys are eight weeks out before the season even starts like this is really, really, maybe even more, 10 to 12 weeks. This is a really good time. You know, this would be around May, beginning of June for football. This is a really good time for you to make a ton of strength gains because, you know, as you get closer to the seasons, a lot of stuff, because you're doing more field work, a lot of that that extra work in the weight room might might take a back seat. Yeah, you're not as strong in season technically. Right. You're not as strong with the weight you're going to move yes. lifting. Yes. You are probably – as strong but you you know you demonstrate in that strength in a different way the right. way it's being expressed right got it all right so comprehension phase i heard volume more than the exposure phase setting us up for the ascension phase yep um we're using variations to do that technical work you gave the example the low hang low hang full mm-hmm. so it almost seems like there's a double whammy there with that type of variation yeah where it's like, all right, we're targeting this, we're targeting this. Now demonstrate you learn. Yes, yes, exactly. Actually, again, I'll use that example tonight with Anna. Um, Anna had, uh, she was hitting 88, low hang, low hang from the floor. So two reps from a hang, one from the floor. And she, on her full, she's like walking with every single one. And she has this tendency to do this. And I'm like, Anna, when you're hanging, okay, you're setting your lats, you have the eccentric load, you're feeling every position, and then you execute a good lift, and you're smoking them. Like, she looked like she, she could have low-hanged 100 today. But then you come off the floor, and you're totally unaware, your proprioception shot, because you're not going through that eccentric. You need to try to imprint and feel, okay, on the low-hangs, I'm feeling this. I need to I need to trigger that off the floor as well so that I can make good progress with transferring this over to my to my full snatch so i think that that's where even even during this period i'd use complexes with football players with wrestlers as well because it's like it's a time it's a time period you know and this is on day two is is in this template that that the weightlifters are on with the football players we would use this even on day one some type of complex might be like a one box power clean to a one box full followed by two front squats something like that where they're still getting those smacked. are cleans too, yeah. Right? okay, yeah. and the and they're still getting smacked with good technical work, good speed work, and good volume from the, those extra front. There's squats. like a little endurance work in there yeah, too, for sure. Yeah, especially from a power endurance standpoint. Yeah. All right, comprehension. It's hitting. It's checking all the strength characteristic boxes. Everything. It seems yeah, like. yeah. Yeah. There's not much. I shouldn't say there's not a focus. There's definitely a focus and a point to it. Um. Let's talk about the comprehension phase then, since you're talking about like Anna 
and not her specifically, but the athlete reactive analysis and the curve and how that plays, because I'm sure there's certain, like, back in the day when we wrote um, parabolic periodization for sports performance, the or the, the technical comprehension one, yeah, literacy. Yeah, you were thinking about the new one. Yeah, I was <laughs> thinking about the new one. Um, go buy that one. Take the course, too. Yeah. We called the athletes the Zen fragile and meathead right right right. and we've done a little bit rebranding yeah in that we're keeping the zen because everyone's like oh positive connotations yeah, with that and then social social with the with the two and then you want exuberant it's gonna be exuberant like <laughs> i already got the okay from your boss to, from trevor yeah you know trevor. What's funny so trevor brought it up to me and he goes what do you th- what do you think about this and i was like you know the way earl had explained it to me was He's like, not that meathead is overly negative, but there's still a negative like yeah. oh, you're like you're like the oaf that just runs through a wall. Let's put it this way. If you're not in a fitness and gym community and someone calls you a meathead, yeah, you're like, they're insulting you. Yeah. 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 You, you're getting insulted. We're like, I don't know. I feel like a meathead could call a meathead a meathead, and they'd be like, "Oh, that was a compliment." Yeah, yeah. But yeah. someone else throws it your way, and it's like you want to roll. You, yeah, what, yeah. What did you call me? Yeah, it's like I, you know, it's one of those words. Your I got the can... mega maki over there. We can roll up, man. Yeah, that's yes. Get yeah. your chopsticks out. Let's see who's gonna eat this now. <laughs> yeah, I, I think, I okay. So going back to that question, one, the way I would answer that is. I mean, so Zen uh, smoke it, right? Yeah. Like, so it, during this period, and that's what's interesting is that the during the comprehension phase, if you're a Zen minded person, you're really going to grow. This is when you're going to see your PR start to blossom. And at the end of the four weeks, you're going to be like, whoa, dude, I got some serious gains. Um, I think with the meatheads, exuberant. They, yeah. Well, okay. Sorry. You yes. can keep calling it the exuberant. It's not out yet. The, the exubes, uh, <laughs> I think they handle it really well, but there's going to be like a 10 to 12 day time frame in the week two to week three where they're just dragging because they're so fatigued. But then if they know, if they do know on that last week four, then they're going to be pep like, all right, we're, we're switching soon. I'm going to take advantage of this opportunity. Cause I, I do think that's one thing that the exuberance have is like they take advantage of every opportunity and oftentimes too much like, over the overboard um now the the social people it's like this is the time frame when they're gonna want to change a variation because they don't actually think it's an issue um or that an injury is gonna come up because during a high volume period like typically what happens is you're you're most of the, the exuberance and the zens typically aren't gonna get banged up during they won't get banged up during um like a heavy lifting period, they'll get more banged up during a high volume phase. And this is really when you're going to see the socials, like every little thing's going to pop up. Their back's tight, their shoulder hurts, their wrist hurts, their knee hurts, like anything. And dude, some of it's warranted, but a lot of it is that they don't want to do specific work. You're talking about when Jake was like snatching with like a torn no, shoulder Jake for months? Jake is not a social. I know, but still. Wasn't it like Jake did have? Yes. Yes. <laughs> All right. Never mind. Yeah. I just wanted to put that out there for you, Jake. You're yes, welcome. Yes. Jake <laughs> did have that. This is not a Jake. Uh, I'm not targeting Jake. All in right. This statement. Jake, you're safe. <laughs> He's in a safe space. <laughs> yeah. Brave spaces, not safe spaces. 
Oh, it's called Brave Spaces? No, right? they call them safe spaces, but Brave Spaces are better. Oh, okay. Whatever your space is yeah. and your title, you're, during this period, there's not a lot. Of, there's yeah. not a lot of, your Brave Space is when you're doing sets of five back squat for like seven sets. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Brutal. Or doing, and that's the other thing with like, I th I think the the big interest the interesting point here is that as I get to the end of it, if I have weightlifters specifically, I might start to take out a rep or two, and using the low hang, I might go instead of going two low hangs and one full, I might go one low hang, one full, but on the low hang, I'm only doing I'm doing like a five or six second eccentric, to mimic that volume that you would have had for okay. two reps. Now, isn't the comprehension phase also when the the D load comes up too. And like yes. your D loads are <sighs> parabolic periodization. D loads are a myth. You, you get like a little, the, intensi is, the intensity a, does not go down. You get like a little pat on the back. Yeah. <laughs> it's like no drop set today. Yeah. 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 That's like, fair. That I may be, be the easiest way to describe it. I think the best way for me to explain a D load would be 70 to 75% volume stays there. And you do not decrease your weight at all. Yeah. So, like, for me, a deload would be if I have, for simple sake, if I have eight sets, well, now we'll do five. Probably six. Probably six. And you're not changing the load at all. Like, you're still yeah. going heavy. Like, with the it's football, probably a static day. Yeah, yeah. So you're working near your best Dude, in the movement, the, the variation. So I'm playing around with something right now with Haley with with this she's in a comprehension phase right now and I'm playing around with something with her where I'm trying to actually change it a little more aggressively with her only for her type okay for for her zen type and she just did she did uh five singles and four doubles on snatch and she's like you want me to start at 75 I was like yeah and like her first 70 first two 75s snatch were off. these doubles the five singles five singles for first and i wanted the main focus to be on the doubles okay so she's just trying to feel out 75 75 75 75 75 and then she's like all right i got four doubles what do you want me to do i was like 78 no i just i said 75 yeah. i wanted on the last <laughs> double to go up because then she started smacking it was like boom boom double 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 she hit three doubles and they were money and i was like this close to saying 77 I'm like, you know what? We're just going to finish out. She had no walks, nothing. Everything was on. Uh, and I'm sitting there. I'm like, dude, she just did, what, 13, f 13 15 reps mm -hmm. at 75 kilos. And it's like that's what this period is all about is, like, establishing that consistency with high volume so that then when we start to go heavy, the groove is established and you can start to sink in with the, boom, with the boom, heavier boom. load. Yeah. I think that's, like, the best way to, to think through it. Well done, Dane. I'm proud your athletes always prove you right because they're so <laughs> incredible. Even your workers do it for you, too. Like You're like, Jason, hey, I need 70 videos done in 30 days. <laughs> All right, you were able to do that. Let's continue that I workflow. Don't go crazy. No, it was 70 and 70 days, wasn't it? Yo, that was no, crazy. it was 70 and 35 days. Don't let him <laughs> yeah, don't. minimize what you did, Jason. Don't let him do it. Yeah. Oh, See, that. Well, yeah, that's different. Yeah. Look at that. Look at that. Yeah, that is definitely. Still accurate. waiting on those shorts for the podcast, though, Jason. I don't know. Oh. Uh, All right. Good job, Jason. Oh, yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah.
Yeah, that was Jake. All right, thanks, Jake. Yeah. I'm going to give it to Jason's leadership, though, there. Yeah. And me constantly making comments on this now. No, that was – he. they had they did figure that out before I'd even said anything. Oh, good. That's because Jason's a leader. <laughs> he's Jason. smiling. We Jason's got him to smile. Like, he's like, I don't know how to handle this. Yeah. All right. the, the best with Jason is when you when you give him a compliment and he just stares at you like yeah is there there's there's three thoughts going through his mind and in, in in my interpretation he's thinking are you lying to me is he lying to me <laughs> <laughs> then is he thinking hey, like is he maybe, is maybe he's being real like yeah. should I should I say thank you and then he's thinking there's an ulterior motive. Yeah. <laughs> it's like three. And they That's all way towards the negative. They all go yeah. that way. I'm positive. I sincerely mean it. Good job, Jason. Um, all right. Let's talk about transitioning. Okay. From the comprehension phase to the ascension phase. How do we do it? Why do we do it? When do we do it? So and I, how can I mess up the comprehension phase then afterwards? I think you can mess it up by just doing going way too heavy way too early uh i think looking at it sounds it, a lot like how you mess up the exposure phase yeah i think if you're looking at it like trying to treat it as you want to come out of this period with with good technical movement and and if you're in a sport you want to come out of this period just like a total brick house like you want to be built jacked strong because when you're getting into the ascension phase you're going to start to really work on more of that elasticity for for weightlifting it's going to be that transition to me you could you could run a deload the last week you could run a deload on week three you could go all right week four we're going to deload everything but you can go a little bit heavier with like the doubles that that we had mentioned so that you're prepared for that first week of the ascension phase um and i would say even for for in sports performance it would be more of like, all right, that week four, we're going to put in a little bit, a couple more sets of jumps actually on the athlete day. Uh, and that should help us transition to a little bit more intensity and in, into the ascension phase. But it's more like if you embrace that deload a little bit um, and, and use doubles for a weightlifting crowd, that, that would be my recommendation. I, I think I need, but need go across the whole way, six doubles all at the same weight. Since you just said the deload and I don't think we gave enough clarity with this, Parabolic periodization is auto-regulation. Yeah. So, like, if you come in and you're working out and it's, like, it's just not – you're never asked to hit this percentage. Right. So right. there are, like, sort of daily opportunities for a deload. Yeah. If you will. Like, it's not so much like, hey, this is where you're at today. This is where you're going to be. It's not like, all right, dude, you were supposed to hit 90 and you're only getting 82. All right, let's go up and make it happen. Like, right. I don't care if you're grinding out every single rep. Like, right, right. So – just keep not to scare mind. everyone away yeah keep that in mind for sure we do like to represent ourselves tougher than what we are though yeah yeah of course especially since you're a runner now apparently <laughs> i remember all last year you made fun of me for it and now yeah, you're like I oh i'm gonna do it too i want more likes on uh, youtube i can still deadlift 550 can you yeah I did, did you yes, see that I... one there was some guy Ran like a triathlon. It was like a five or six. And hit like a 1,300 total or yeah, something. all in one day. Yeah. Dude, that's insane. You'd have to do the powerlifting first, I think, right? Or, or like the squat and the dead. That would be like your 6 a.m. thing. Yeah. Get that done and then do the rest. Dude, that's still crazy. You should do that. No. Why not? That's You're scared. You drown. 
You're scared of the water. No, I'm a good swimmer. Are you? Yeah, I'm a great swimmer. Prove it. Dude, I have pool records. I think you should like do a YouTube video on how good of a swimmer you are. <laughs> you had pool records when you were like eight. So I still That doesn't have make that. you good. You That's were eight. ingrained in me. You That's were eight ingrained. years old. That doesn't count. <laughs> I've got... I got muscle memory. That's yeah. real. That's like you made the all-star team in Little League, too. Like, <laughs> yeah. it, it doesn't matter. No, swimming's a little different because swimming's that's like, so hard. That's like if you're doing, like, glory days, like Bruce Springsteen <laughs> sitting there, and you're, like, just hanging out with all your buddies from, like, that's grade school at the bar. Like, it, do, it doesn't count. Yeah, Remember what? No. <laughs> no, that was no, no, literally 30 years ago, Dane. No one wants to remember about that. <laughs> I've kept up with my swimming with my uh I've been sharpening my swimming edge. Good. Yeah. Well, you, keeping it to the grindstone. Yeah. No, I haven't swam in a while. All actually. Right. What else do we need to know about the comprehension I, phase? I, I don't. I think that's that basically is what it comes out. I think with sports performance, it's just like looking at what's going to set you up, what variations and complexes are going to set you up for your sport really well. Um, you know, this is where wrestlers really could hammer out crazy complexes. Can um, they do a high butt snatch during this yes, time? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Like that's my favorite wrestler. Yeah, One. a high butt snatch. Uh, there's a Gwiz complex where it's a clean front squat, a clean front squat, front squat, and then you do one more clean. So it's only three cleans, but it's crazy front squats. So yeah. you just get killed. Your legs are destroyed. But those are good complexes to use during this time frame. Into a farmer's carry. No, yeah, I, think I, I don't know about that. But that's where it's like that's going to set you 30 up. 30 really pull-ups. Well. Yeah. Oh, that was a CrossFit wad. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I made that shit up. No, I cursed Jason. <laughs> No. <laughs> uh, all right. app, right? Yeah. Should download that. We have we have community questions. We do, but I, I'd rather try to get people to go and spend. I think that's the cool part, even right now. Seven with, days free. Is that yeah, still you up? Get seven free days. Go into Peak Strength. And then while you're in there, it's, you know, second phase that you get into. Now, this will depend on your peak date, but if you're 16 weeks out, the second block, the second four weeks is going to be a comprehension phase. Nice. Yeah. Sweet. Don't want it to be too cookie cutter for you, that's, reviewer. Dude, that's true. Yes. All right. Absolutely. Keith Kennegard. This is from Discord. Join our Discord and subreddit yeah. and all that cool stuff. Um, if you're in a sport with weight classes like combat sports, do you still recommend a hypertrophy day? If you're already on the bigger side of your weight class, Oh, that depends on how you're eating. I think I think I would still do at least two sets just because it will help with recovery, get a lot of blood. So flow. what I'm hearing is keep the the reps the same. Yep. Dial back on the sets. Yeah, dial back on the sets. That'll change the volume a little bit and then make sure you're eating really well. All right. So you don't get too far out of it out All right. of the weight class. Sweet and to the point. Nice job. I'm glad yeah. you're getting a little bit more succinct. More concise. Yeah, concise is a stronger word there. Yeah. It is. It's more precise. <laughs> Reddit. This class, this, what's that called? Hyphen. Oh. Classroom, hyphen, 7261. Uh, hello, Garage Strength. I have a question after listening to the latest podcast where caloric surpluses and deficits are mentioned. My question is, how do you establish the caloric base level from which a surplus or deficit is established? Mm, I've seen good. calculators online, but I wondered what you use. That's really hard. Thanks. Yeah, that's hard. I would say, so So he's asking. We don't know if it's a he. It's a classroom. 
Okay, so the individuals we can assume it's a he because they're listening to this podcast. <laughs> that's based off of analytics, a ninety yeah. percent chance. Um, base so so what the individual is asking is total daily energy expenditure. That's what you would be basing your your consumption off of if you're going to be in a surplus or deficit. So that's hard. There's there's calculators online and there's there's a couple different formulas as well that you can use. It's really, really hard to figure out exactly. I think the best way that would be the easiest. I mean, if you use one of those calculators, I would try and use it. And then if I would go in and say, uh, okay, in this formula specifically, I followed this for four days to a T. I measured everything perfectly, and I gained weight or lost weight or I maintained. And if that formula works, then you roll with that to base everything off of. One thing that I like to do is this is what I try to do is in a, in a day look at, okay, if I do 45 minutes of cardio and my heart rate is here, that's going to help me burn you know, 550 calories about and then I would base all of, and if I figure that out for three or four days, I use that sample size to pull from and I say, okay, 225 pounds. Uh, this is how many calories I believe I'm using based off my metabolic rate. Uh, this is, you know, based off that total daily energy expenditure formula or what is underneath that, the umbrella underneath that umbrella. And then figure out, sorry, and then figure out, okay, when I take my total daily energy expenditure and I burn 500 calories and I'm eating exactly in line with my total daily energy expenditure, but I burn that 500 calories, that's a 500 uh, calorie deficit. And that's when I notice some weight loss. So it's, it's not a perfect science. It would just come back to pick one of those formulas or just take, you know, your food over four days, average it out and make sure that you're paying attention to your weight. Cause then you'll be able to see, uh, if you're eating too much or eating too little, and then that's when you're going to be able to start to make those adjustments. Good job. I drifted. I wasn't paying I was, attention. I, so that I was a bad, I can't, uh, explanation. Well, I was going to compliment you anyway, because I got to keep your spirits high. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So head over to peakstrength.app. Pick up the app today. Oh, seven free days of training. And go to garagestrength.com. Pick up a single leg roll or something like that, too. Yes. Maybe so a course. Yeah, yes. Maybe Especially, a book. Yeah. The courses and the books that Earl and I wrote together. Yeah. Until next time. Peace. Later.